Welcome to Philanthropy Today, a podcast about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Together, we'll learn about the goals of the GMCF and the work of its staff, board members, and trustees. You'll hear about the GMCF's affiliate partners throughout North Central Kansas, and we'll also explore the efforts of area nonprofit agencies, their staff, and volunteers. Now, here's your host of Philanthropy Today, Dave Lewis. March 21st is the CFAs, and on Philanthropy Today, we are delighted to have one of the nominees in the Community Foundation's Rising Star category, Crystal Bryant Kearns. Welcome to Philanthropy Today. Thank you, Dave. It's an honor to be here. Well, it's delightful to have you here, and congratulations on your nomination, because that's a big deal. Thank you. It's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me about the life of Crystal Bryant Kearns. Well, um, I was born and raised in Tennessee. I moved here in 2004 to MHK, and I have uh, been serving my community since, whether it was working in nonprofit through my career or serving in nonprofit through the community. What brought you to Manhattan? Uh, K-State, actually, to get my grad degree. So I came here for grad school and uh, met a wonderful man and stayed. You know, that happens quite frequently, I've been told. <laughs> it does. It does happen. So, uh-huh. so yeah, here I am. Um, Tell me about your family. Well, my husband is Ben. Um, we have three beautiful children. Blaine, who's at KU. Eleanor, who works at Dannenberg. And Charlie is our youngest, and she's in fifth grade. Okay. Well, you got your hands full, or have had your hands full. Oh, they're awesome. They're such good kids. I'm truly blessed. Tell me about your job. Oh, well, I currently serve on the USO team, and we support military, keeping them connected to family, home, and country, no matter where they are in the world. And that is a lot of fun. I love my job. I love my team, and I love what we do every day. Now, as part of the Rising Star, that is a nomination that is brought forth because somebody's doing a whole lot of really good work in the nonprofit community. So tell me what all you're involved in. Well, I've been involved in a lot uh, throughout the years. I would say, you know, you you begin serving in areas that maybe your children are passionate about. Um, so I, I did a lot with Girl Scouts. I've, I've served on Girls on the Run as a coach. I have enjoyed working with the military community and serving in a variety of roles there. Uh, the Flint Hills Veterans Coalition is one of my favorite groups. They're a lot of fun. Um, the Central Kansas Military Community Foundation, a lot of people don't know about them. Um, kind of quiet, behind-the-scenes work to support military families that are in emergent needs. They have emergencies come up, so supporting them with um, meeting those needs. I've served with the United Way in a variety of, of roles, including a board member, being a board member. Um, you know, honestly, wherever there is a need, I love to just fill in. I would say my most recent passion has been Rotary. I joined Rotary in 2014, and I've served as Young Professionals Chair, Membership Chair, 
uh, programs chair and president and that was a lot of fun and I love Rotary. I love everything it does. I hear you're going to be a new member. That's I am very a new exciting. member and I have the plaque to show it. <laughs> well, congrats Thank to you. you. Welcome Thank to you. the club. You have to get the tattoo now. So I hope Where's you're ready yours? for that. <laughs> I haven't seen yours yet. When you get yours, when you get yours, I'll get mine. Okay. Okay. That's not necessarily good. in the same place. Okay. That sounds great. <laughs> it's a date. Let's schedule it. Do you have any kind of a military background? Yes, so my father and my stepfather both served. Um, My brother and my sister are currently serving. My sister's in the guard now, and my brother is still active duty. My husband, Ben, served. His father served, Mike Kearns. So we have a lot of military in our family, and it's very near and dear to me. Obviously, because that probably is a driving force for you to get involved in a number of military-based organizations. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think also serving at Fort Riley um, day-to-day in the operations of the military and everything that's going on, especially today, um, supporting our military families is so important because not only are they dealing with the typical civilian stressors, parenthood, you know, marriage, your job, uh, your spouse's job, just the daily stresses, but they're also dealing with military stresses. And so I think it's really important for people to understand that they are incredible multitaskers. They're very adaptable people, very nimble. Um, and, you know, they have, they have needs beyond just your everyday needs. Do you have a favorite story of something that you or someone that you have worked with at USO that, is, that maybe shows the significance behind what the USO does? Sure. Um, so my team specifically serves transitioning service members. So these are service members who have already served their country. They've done their military career, and now they're moving and transitioning into their future communities. So they are learning a whole new realm of finding employment, understanding how the education system works, understanding how they can leverage their VA benefits to better themselves, or to access things like health care. Or they might be interested in mentorship, you know, for transitioning service members. They don't have the networks that we do that we've established over the years. So what we like to do is lend them our networks. So they might not know someone in their various industries they're seeking employment in, but we do. And so we will leverage that for them and extend that network. However, we've seen service members who are dealing with, you know, I can think of one, but there's, there's quite a few, who left home to better themselves. They wanted to make a difference. They served their country, and they don't really want to go back home because maybe home wasn't stable for them, or maybe there's something negative at home. So they don't want to go back home. Um, and so they might not have somewhere to go after they serve their country. These are our young guys. You know, maybe they served two years, four years, six years. Now they're getting out. They know they want to do something. They're just not sure what. Uh, They don't really understand how the civilian world works because they went straight from maybe their parents' house or sometimes maybe even a foster family's home into the military. 
So they went from mom's house to Uncle Sam's house, and now they're moving on to their own world. And they don't always have those resources. And so we've had calls from guys that they have a plan. We help them with their plan. They get to where they're going. Their plan falls apart. And uh, we had one in particular. He called us from California. He said, you know, I've enrolled in this school. I know I'm going to have a job opportunity as soon as I'm finished. It was a, an eight-week training program. But I'm staying in a homeless shelter by night, which is really almost like a crack house during the day. Um, the the young man was afraid to take his shoes off. Uh, he slept with his shoes on. And this is a, a kid that had served in Afghanistan. So he's a brave man, but this was a different world for him. So we connected him with some SSVF funds uh, that we could tap into in California. And they helped us secure housing for him just until he could get that job after he finished his certificate and he's doing great now. He just didn't have that first month, last month rent deposit, and he just needed to get into that place until he could get that steady income. So that's that's one example of how we're changing lives. But even, even our, our guys and gals that are getting out that maybe do have a plan, but they're just nervous. You know, it's stressful anytime you're changing your career, but they're not just changing their careers. They're changing their whole lives. Everything they've ever known with the military, they're not just taking off the uniform. They're actually transitioning into a life change. It's a big deal. So that's what we do every day. There is a consistency with what you do at USO with what Rotary does. Because Rotary is, their motto is serve to change lives. And that is something that you're doing on a day-to-day basis with your work at USO. Absolutely. Uh, Rotary is all about service above self. So if you have a need within your community and you can serve that need and put that service above yourself, um, it it not only enriches the lives of all of those around you and makes your community better, but it also enriches your life. I've met incredible people through Rotary. I've had great opportunities to do really awesome service projects, whether it's a... Um, you know, clean up at the homestead house um, and and the ability to support those women that have gone through tragedies and now they're trying to do better for themselves, um, all the way to clean water. Um, we do a signature event with Rotary every year. It's called Water Matters Day. It's an incredible event where we educate the community about water. For example, you know, more people have a cell phone than access to a toilet in the world. Really? Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that. In addition to that, we have little areas set up where kids can carry buckets of water, like five-gallon buckets of water, for a long distance so they can see what some of these children they don't they don't get to go to school because they have to get clean water for their family every day. So I think You know, Rotary does so many wonderful things. Peace and fellowship is another focus of Rotary. Um, Ending polio is a big part of Rotary and what they do. And so I think through Rotary, you can do so much service. And really, whatever your passion is, 
there's some sort of in way with Rotary. And it's international, which is incredible. As a nominee, you're going to be given a $100 stipend that you can give to any nonprofit of your choice. And this is the nom part of the nomination process with the CFAs, once again, March 21st. Who are you going to be donating your $100 prize to? The Manhattan Conza Rotary Club. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it was a hard decision because there are so many wonderful nonprofits in our community uh, that I've had the pleasure to serve with. And it was a hard it was a hard decision, but Rotary is near and dear to me. I love our club. I love our members. I love the projects that we do. And and I know, you know, that every dollar that's given to our foundation is making the world a better place. Well, congratulations again on being nominated as a rising star with the Community Foundation Awards through the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. The awards will be handed out, and, and all the nominees are great. You know, you don't want to necessarily single one out, but, but it's a big deal to be nominated. Well, thank you so much. I feel really honored. The ladies that have also been nominated are incredible women. They're doing amazing things in our community as well, so... I feel uh, really honored. Thank you. Absolutely. Crystal Bryant Kearns, our guest here on Philanthropy Today. Keep up with Philanthropy Today by following or subscribing to our podcast on your favorite apps. To learn more about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, visit our website at mcfks.org. Philanthropy Today is produced by Ad AdAstraCast. Follow us online at astracast.com.